This episode of Lucas Tigers and Browns is brought to you by PWCC. Head over to pwccmarketplace.com and register. It only takes a few minutes and it's 100% free. There you'll find weekly auctions with thousands of items, all starting at $10, closing every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You have to be registered to bid. They have the most transparent buyer's premium feature in the industry and extended bidding like no other auction house. Give it a try. You might find something you love. Episode 682 of Lucas Tigers and Bronze from the road. Nice. So, from the airport. From the airport. Actually, I was going to call this screen. Andrew's open shirt episode. Look at that, guys. It's warm, man. It's warm. I've been, you ever like, I did, I did my run today mm-hmm. and I've been sweating for like four hours after. You, you wow. guys ever get that? Yeah. I mean, I just sweat sitting still, so. Yeah. So anyway, in route to Decon, <laughs> I've got a whole setup going here. Really excited to bring you. What, honestly, we're not going to you know skimp on quality. We try to bring yeah. quality every day. And you guys are supporting us. So I got news from our content team that most engagement, most comments, most views, more subscribers. The channel's growing. And it's a testament to the people that listen to the community we built. Uh, thank you, guys. Smash the subscribe button. Hit the like. Let us know in the comments. People loved yesterday's episode. People enjoy when they have guests on. And by the way, KJ, I haven't told you. Uh, pending any cancellations, we have a really special guest tomorrow. Ooh. Jimmy. The nice. Kentucky Roadshow. Kentucky uh, Roadshow, the smiley guy. Yes, we do. Uh, he's, you know, we got trade night coming up in a few months. He's always working on a million things. I've never met him, actually. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. But That's cool. People loved we'll yesterday's episode. Because they you know, loved your them. candid... They loved your candid nature of talking about, hey, sometimes I don't win. Sometimes I don't buy at the right time. So people enjoyed yesterday's episode. Got a lot of messages, a lot of messages about it. And, you know, people start off usually, I mean, guys, you can send me messages and you don't have to start off with, you know, I apologize. My collection is this small or I only collect these. You know, I had somebody message me, you know, hey, I bought in the peak. I bought some LeBron rookie. You know, it was only a PSA eight and a half. I bought the first edition, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I have a I have a Kareem eight. You have a Kareem eight point five. You don't have to be apologetic. No, no. I mean, the, the the point there is, I'll still answer. And that one, I I said I wouldn't sell at a loss right now. I would wait to see what happens with LeBron going forward. You know, see whether what the Lakers do, and see if there's any hype coming into the season, and maybe unload them then. Maybe you'll actually get a little bit of a bump. Um, also got a message saying, uh, you know, from from someone saying, listen to the episodes all the time, and normally the you know, their wife doesn't care, but. Yesterday, out of the blue, the, the, their wife in the background listening to us said, "How come, how come those guys mention LeBron so much?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Because we hate him." I don't, I don't have the right answer. Why do you think we mention LeBron? And I think it, yesterday it was because it's funny as you watch the games, bro. But as you watch the games and as you watch the gauntlet of this NBA season and how there was so much parity in the league and how teams that you thought would be good were not good, and now watching the playoffs and seeing these teams navigate the playoffs, what we were saying was we had more respect for LeBron because of how he, he was able to navigate it himself and make it there so many times when you know sometimes the quote-unquote best team, which you would say, or the best player, which you would say is Giannis, doesn't always get to where you think he belongs during the year. So that's kind of why we were talking about LeBron yesterday, even though he's almost irrelevant presently. 
what else? What other kind of messages do we get? We get some really good comments on stuff. I mean, most people are loving my video edits. I got to say that. You know, most people are loving them. Today, you're loving it, man. I'm loving it. I am loving it. Because <laughs> you're funny. always a funny guy. Like, if Something you guys different. don't know, a lot, of, a lot of Cage's friends and family, they told him he should be a stand-up comic. Everybody told me that, yeah. So you are that. Yeah. You have that creativity. You like making people laugh. You like making people feel good. But you, up until a certain point, didn't have the creative skills. Now yeah, you have I still don't. On your phone. I think what's, what's half the funny about my videos is how bad they are. I don't think I they're think bad you, at all. You can laugh at like how an old man is clearly making these. <laughs> Dude, it's been a magical week. I got to tell you, man. Because you guys know, I mean, there's like this whole narrative going around that I don't collect. I don't collect compared to you guys who have been here for 20 years, but I, I love cards. I love sports. I've always loved sports. Uh, and I love Kobe. And, and I was big on Zion. But there was a period where I sold a lot of my inventory because I wanted to one, I wanted a fresh view on the market, but two, I wanted to be as unbiased as I could be when it came to telling you guys about what I'm seeing in the market, just my opinion. So, but I've been rebuilding my inventory in cage, just as it had happened. We have VCon this week and I'm setting up. So I'm bringing V friends boxes that a friend had that he never sold or opened. So maybe we'll have that. I have V friends singles. So I got that taken care of. But yesterday I get to the post office. Cage sends me this cute little care package, almost like I'm his his son going to freshman year of college. And there's everything in there. There's shirts, uh, clothes, a little note. It's, it was amazing. A, <laughs> a jackass box. Yeah. If uh, it was a little candy I would, I bar. I should have sent you some uh, soda. should have sent you some ramen. You know, it's really ramen. college. I should have sent you some ramen. <laughs> I know, dude, these were subs that I sent from like last year. This was Tatis, SGA. Who's <laughs> collecting SGA now? Uh, so that was awesome. And then at the same time, one of my subs from SGC popped. So just out of nowhere, that's 50, 60. Uh, You're a collector again. Congratulations. They're cards <laughs> that you have held for two years through, your, through no fault of your own. You have, yeah, true. <laughs> I just was never a holder. Like when I got those to tease or SGA, I'm like, flip it. Next, on to the next one. I, I enjoyed that. Um, but dude, I, I'm going with a good, good inventory. I got a ton of PSA, a ton of uh, SGC, a lot of basketball, some soccer. Some V friends uh, card. So I'm excited. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. I know you're Listen, watching your Yankees game. I am. I am stupid. They, you know, they call low strikes on Judge more than anybody else in the world. It's not really fair. The guy's like 11 feet tall, and he has to expand his zone more than anybody else does. It's really sad. And he just got struck out on a pitch that was about three inches below the zone. You know, the I'm, be, I'm not being a Yankee homer. If you take a look at it, the ball was not in that little strike thing. But, yeah, I mean – Listen, I can't complain about the Yankees right now at all, but it's again the Orioles, and they should be. It's a team they should beat. You got to stop. You got to stack these wins up. You know, I, I heard you a can. great, great, great comparison. You guys are gonna laugh because I'm not gonna mention who's from who's page, but I think you'll see who posted it and you'll laugh. They compared um, human error, Angel uh, Hernandez, as an ump versus uh, what is it called, robotic? Yeah, strike zone. Yeah, and they compared that to grading. Right, the human error of grading versus eventually there being a robot grading this or a algorithm, whatever. What do you think about that? What do you think of that comparison? And which would you prefer? I mean, it's it's actually a pretty great comparison. I like it. Um, look, when the human error is in your favor, you're happy. When the human error is not, you're not. So think about it this way, right? You know, right now I'm mad the judge got struck out on that, but you know, Bruce Zimmerman, I think, is the starter for the Orioles today. He's thrilled. 
and the Oriole fans who, you know, they're now in the game, you know, better because of, of the I'm calling it their way, they're fine. So, I mean, it, it really depends on what you want. If, it, you know, if you're, if you're working for PSA and you want something that's completely unflappable, you know, it's completely, you know, you can't question it, you know, right. It's, it's, um, then the robotic is the way to go. If you're a consumer and, you know, you want to get the benefit of, a 10 that, you know, maybe only gets a 10 two times out of 10, but your grader happens to be on a high from the weekend where, you know, he was fishing and whatever, you know, who knows, you know, sometimes, sometimes the human error, you know, the human thing kind of, you know, works in your favor. It really does depend, man, you know, and it's a great thing because card grading is sort of got some subjective component to it, right? It's tough to do it with a robot. Well, let me take it one step further. Sure. The real person it collects is the final holder, the collector. Mm-hmm. So have you ever gotten a card that you bought as a 10? It's a high, like a five, six figure card, and it's actually uh, not a 10? Yeah, Did that piss you off as a collector? I mean, it depends what you're planning on doing with it, right? A, a quote-unquote true collector who just wants the card, then no, then they're fine. But if it's somebody who's, you know, looking to sell the card at some point in time, and you know that you're going to have to spin a yarn, you're going to have to say, "I know it's a ten holder. It's not the greatest copy, and maybe even take a little bit less money for it." Yeah, I mean, it definitely. Is a, but you know, the flip side to that is maybe you got a little bit of a bargain on it yourself when you bought it, right? Because it's not the nicest ten. You know what I mean? And you know. It's one of those things, man. And and think about this. Does eye appeal still matter? Does Mike Baker have a job? If it's a robot, it's a robot, right? A 10's a 10, a 9's a 9, and, you know, you don't have to put little stickers and, and all kinds of craziness on, on, you know, on the items. Although eye appeal is a different thing. Eye appeal does not mean, you know, it's not a grade. Eye appeal means, you know, that it, it, is, it is within the grade correct, but... The, it has an eye appeal that you know is is good for the grade. So I guess I can take that out. But Mike Baker, you're out of a job. Robots come in. You know, I'm just gonna say that. PWCC premiere <laughs> ends tonight. It does. It does. Anything you're looking at? Anything that's stuck out? I mean, I don't want to tell stuff? people, but yeah, there's a lot of really nice cars in the premiere. Well, I, I mean, listen, I don't. End, it's probably gonna end tonight, and most people listen to it Friday morning. I mean, yeah, a few VIP listeners do listen. People to it right will on listen. Release. And remember, it goes until 10 p.m. Eastern time and then goes into extended because it's, you know, they, they're out in, in Oregon. And also, you know, we, I don't want to step on, on, on toes on it because there are a lot of content creators who do the premiere. We talk about the, the weekly one, which we will be doing. Um, you know, I know Jay Lee does a show. I think the, the Real 27 guy has some cool posts of his stuff. That's not him, by the way, that, that he doesn't cry like that. He has a different sound, um, you know, Real 27 guy. That's basketball card guy. I, I, I can tell. I can tell him apart. I confuse them often, but when they cry, I know which one is which. Um, sorry, right, dude. That's guy had a good had a good post yesterday, or DM, or he says it's funny. Like everyone keeps saying that the market's going down, but in reality, the cards that I want to buy aren't going down. Yeah, so, I listen. And I agree I, with that. We do that. that as a mistake. We just blanket it all. Cards are going down, and they're right. They're not all going down. I mean, there are cards I look at in in the premiere tonight, and I'm like, where? I thought stuff was going down. Like, like, where's my bargain? You know, like, I give me, a, give us an example. Which, give us some that really stuck out. 
Steph Curry stuff. I mean, talk about timing if you listed Curry into the premiere, right? I mean, two of the cards I was looking at, you could say three of the cards I was looking at, there are three amazing Curry cards on the top part. Actually, you know, and, and Ken Golden has one in his ending this weekend too, but there are three amazing Curry cards. There's a sick patch BGS 9.5 uh, National Treasures RPA rookie. You know, the RPA is a rookie, obviously, rookie patch auto, of Steph, um, you know, number to 99. With the really cool Golden State colors on it, three colors, like real nice. That's like his card, right? I guess you compare that to the exquisite LeBron that sells for a million dollars. Um, you know, that card when it was when it was bid up to 190, 200,000 plus the bias premium, you know, it's like it's 230, 240. It's something that looks like all right, no problem. I think the bidding is at like 260 now because you, you know, he's he's advanced, he won another game, he looks like a potential favorite to win a fourth title. It's a good time to have that up for auction. Um, and just a real sick card. Although I think what, what's amazing, there's 99, so the grading doesn't really matter that much. But I think, even though it's it's a card that doesn't grade that well, I think there's over 50 95s. So so I mean, just take that into account. Obviously, um, you know when you look at that card, the other two. Well, stuff, that's what happens, right? That's yeah. what happens with 2003 LeBron cards. Uh, LeBron's RPAs are setting records, and I know this is 09, but people are going to grade that card, and they're going to grade it right away. So, so I think that's o- why you're going to see a higher population of, of good grades. Yeah, the 09 Topps Chrome Refractor of his, which is a numbered card. It's not exactly the rarest card in the world. It's not a base card. And it's different than the LeBron because at least it's numbered. The Refractor, there are two of them on the premiere tonight. One is a PSA 10, which I think is a Pop 28. And that's like 100 and change right now, 120, 130. I didn't know what you were doing this. I, I mean, but these are the steps I was looking at. And the um, there's a BGS 10, which I think it's like a pop three or four, you know. And we talked about the certain cards. The BGS 10 has a premium over the PSA 10, and the BGS 10 has also started to be bid up. Um, you know, I think it's approaching you, two. You it's would, not already you over get, two. You would get. The- you would get the Topps Chrome. I don't think you have a single RPA or auto in your collection. Hmm. You don't like that. No, That's, I don't. You really do not like it. I don't get, I've never understood it. I remember our first debate. I was like, Magic Bird Irving. Yeah, that's different. Card. Pack pulled auto different. is different. Fine, I, different. I do. But you're not an auto guy at all. No, but this, I mean, this this particular one, I was actually thinking about diving into the, you know, the RPA pool if this down market hit and i mean look the Giannis cards haven't actually received bids since they've been eliminated so half of me thinks that maybe Giannis was bid up by people who were you know hoping that they you know went on and now that he's out maybe these maybe the Giannis prices are a little on the higher side um there's a Giannis um there is a Giannis rpa out of 99 in both the premiere ending tonight and in golden auctions, they're both basically the same price. They're like 120, 130 uh, plus the buyer's premium. So you're talking about like $150,000. I'm pretty sure those have sold for more than that uh, previously, you know, with Giannis being potentially favored to go to the finals again. But, you know, those sales are now who's with a, him. Whose RPAs are more valuable? I know I'm putting it on the spot. Actually, I can mm-hmm. pull it up here. Curry or Giannis? Whose RPAs are more valuable? Do you know? Well, I think the National Treasure Curry is more valuable out of 99 than the Giannis. I mean, that would make sense to me. First, it's an older card. Um, second, he's clearly done more. Um, damn, Yankees are losing. Um, but, um, you know, I, I would I would venture to say that the Curry is in its own kind of league. The Giannis stuff just started moving. 
Um, also, I mean, I don't hold me to this, but I'm pretty sure that the Giannis one has more parallels, which you wouldn't think would hurt the value of the out of 99, but it, it kind of does. You know, like there are other options out there. I know there's a gold out of 25. You know, there are other options on it that, you know, I, I, there may be parallels on the Steph, but I don't think there are as many. I think, you know, between 09 and 13, 14, there were, you know, additional ones added. And, and now it's even worse. You know, that's it's something that people don't take into account. You know, you want, oh, I want the John Morant um, National Treasures RPA. All right, well, there's the out of 99, and then there's like 17 other versions. There's like an out of 8, there's an out of 10, there's an out of 1, out of 2, out of 5, out of 15. There's like, you know, there's a Stars and Stripes out of something else. I don't, I mean, it's like, a, you know, they, they went a little, they went a little nuts. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, there's a lot of nice Jaw stuff. You know, if you think that his stuff fell, there's a lot of nice LeBron stuff. You know, um, the LeBron top What I find rookie. super interesting about the, about the, the natural treasures is 93. So there's 52 BGS 95s and 41 BGS 9s. 93 out of the 99 were all graded BGS. Least... Just to kind of show you the, there's only five yeah. PSA 10s of Perry's. Uh, and I don't think one's come up for sale in a very long time. I think one sold recently. I don't uh, one one PSA ten sold, and I'm pretty sure if it didn't eclipse a million dollars, it was real close. Card ladder value is four thirty one eight ninety eight, but I don't think that's an accurate value for a ten. Hasn't been a sale. Yeah, there just hasn't been a sale in a long time. And I mean, that's... over two years, according to them, according to Card Ladder. All right. So, do they have a, a last sale on the nine five? Yeah, eight eight hundred ninety. Yeah, see, that's the one I was talking about, right? So, so if if the last sale on a BGS nine five is even that, even if it's six hundred ninety, the ten would be more. The ten can't be valued at four and change. You know what I mean? Like that's, um, so that's that. I mean, a real nice card. A uh, lot of real nice cards. You know, if you're a LeBron guy, the black refractor, which is number what is black out of five hundred, maybe the black refractor PSA ten. There's not a ton of those out there. Um, and I know that was a card that was selling for well into the six figures, you know, probably a couple hundred thousand dollars was the value on it when the base was 40. Um, and I, th- I don't think the bids on that are over a hundred yet. So, you know, if LeBron's your guy and you want to try to get a bargain on LeBron, you know, this might be the, the time for that as well. There's also some really nice Pokemon cards in the weekly. We'll get to the weekly, you know, going forward, but you know, interesting stuff. We're actually boarding. Oh, nice. I'm going to wrap with one thing. Do you have anything that's not Well, line? listen, we got to talk. Let's talk. Give me give me five minutes of your analysis of last night's game and, and how we act on it. Of that game. Well, Wiggins of one game, yeah. Of, of that game. Yeah. Of that game. And, yeah. and it's just, yeah. I mean, they shut down Luka. But, but I think it's a long series. I think uh, the Mavs went down 0-2 last series, uh, and they fought back. What's interesting about Luka is he's a young veteran. He's already eight <laughs> years into this. He has three titles. He knows how to play under pressure. He has the longevity. He has all that stuff. So, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. There's still people boarding. The, what I said about Luca yesterday was he'll still get his. He'll still get 20-something points. He won't get a 30-something, 40-something. He'll still get his 20-something points. He'll still get near, near a 25-point triple-double every game. But they're going to make other people beat him. And if you watch that game straight from the like, six, seven-minute mark on, you could tell what they were doing. They were saying, if Maxi Kleba can beat us tonight, go right ahead. You know, and our our fun matchup, I mean, it turns out it was Wiggins. Jordan Poole, he outscored um, Brunson. Brunson was really off. I don't even know if he made a three-pointer last night at all. 
Um, and and you're right about Wiggins, man. Like anytime Dallas started to mount something, they got a three point or whatever it was. Wiggins would come back down and shoot a three himself. Or Wiggins would you know take control. It's a mismatch. He has he has a good mismatch, and and it's good that they are you know attempting to exploit that. Um, Remember, I said know. basketball is all matchups. Yep. The question that popped into my head is how lucky the Warriors are that they're not facing the Suns. Now, yep. do you agree with that? Do you think that the matchup with the Suns would have been more difficult than the Mavs? I know we're one game in. Uh, I do. Um, and remember what I said about this was the I, I said sell the Warriors cards, sell your, your pools. My The issue that I had with the Warriors, why I thought the Warriors weren't going to be the favorite, it is all matchups, right? That I figured they would have to play the Suns and that DeAndre Ayton would just be a humongous mismatch for anybody there, and and a big would be giving them problems. And if they somehow managed to get past Ayton, they'd still have to deal with Giannis in the finals, and he would just dominate them. There's nobody to to you know to to play those bigs. Yes, Draymond is awesome, and yes, he took care of um, you know Joker. Joker still got his damn points though. You know he, he flustered him. It's a different. It's a different. It's different when you're playing against the Suns team, right? Um, so yes, I, I do think clearly Golden State is probably thrilled that thrilled, they're getting right? Dallas. Not because I mean Luca is the best player, but, but that they have weapons are, to throw at them. If you know they have Wiggins to throw at him, they've Draymond to throw at Luca. I mean, I'll say it again. I just think Dallas is at a point now where the Mavericks and their fans and most of their players are just all right, this was this is good. They'd be happy that they got this far. Right? It wouldn't be a disappointment. If they lost in the in the conference finals, it would be okay. We're going to build on this next year and make it to the finals and maybe win a championship. Luca's still young. We're going to build around them. Whereas the Warriors, it's kind of like uh, this team is built for a championship. You know, how many more years of Steph do we have? Like that's that's the way I look at at, at this one now. And yes, just as it broke right last year for Giannis with injuries to the Nets and the Suns, and you know, look, they you know, people are like, oh, it's a fake championship. It really is breaking. Best case scenario now for the Warriors, it really is, you know. And if they get the heat, I, I really the heat's I really a great hate team. It when people say injuries, because every team, everybody deals with injuries. Everybody yep. does. Yeah. No, a hundred percent right. I mean, I I, I like that. Um, I, I'd I like just to got see right I, in front of me in line. Doesn't even give a fuck. Just to get a beer. Okay. That's all right. Let him get his beer. We're, you're going. You're going to Minnesota. You don't mess with a man who who's who's focused to get beer. There are there's certain things like, in life that you do not mess with, and one of them happens to be another man's fries. Dude, if I'm ever on a date, order your own fries, but don't say you don't want fries and then after lunch. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. All right, well, ladies, you heard it here. I was quoting. Well, you know what? Tell us in the comments what movie I was quoting, or send me a message. Yeah. Where Harry met Sally. Can I get no. two bottles of water, please? Oh, dude. Two bottles of what? Beer. Yes, man. Two bottles of water. I don't drink beer. This guy's on. He's like 44. You don't drink he beer? Even, he doesn't even see anybody else. So, Not so, a... so, sodium pentothal, truth serum. You were drinking water at the heat game? No, I drank I drink five beers. Boom! I don't drink beer. I drink five beers. There we go. And, you know, first beers is... in like three years. Can I nice. I'm, listen, I, I would have been drinking. I would have been drinking beers too at the heat game. That was a great game. Great experience. Lots of fun tonight. You predict what? Heat. Heat go out there and do that thing again. You think the Celtics show up a little bit more? You think you know? You think the Heat just have too good of a are team dynamic? Gonna, 
are we not going to talk about what this Celtics team would be like with Horford and Smart? Like, injuries again, right? COVID. Like, Horford is a huge piece for them. And now he's not around. And... Yeah, so is Smart, by the way. Bringing the ball up, you know, controlling the turnovers, controlling the pace. You know, he, you, you said this. He's basically the guy who's the on-court coach. He's the one, you know, calling the huddle, right? He's the one who's basically coaching the, the players up while he's there. He's like, you know, he's like a coach on the, on the court. So, like, Chris Paul is out there, right? Um, you know, he's got some real value in, in that regard. And when he's not there bringing the ball up, you saw the turnovers. You saw, I mean, Miami just smelled blood in the water. Jimmy Butler made them look silly in that second half. Um you know, so Dude, that doesn't that, happen. That Smart fit that Marcus Smart, that fit that Marcus Smart had, that's what you need in Florida. That's when I get back. That's what I'm shopping for, like nice silk. Oh, oh silk, right? I mean, crazy, sure, man. It's gonna. We're we're heading into summer. It's like 95 degrees right now. Well, I mean, you were in Mexico for summer. It's not hot there. I mean, you're in the jungle. You gonna tell me it's a different kind of heat because it's like jungle heat? I mean, what are you? Where are we going with this? Because it wasn't hot in Mexico close, because we live close to the water. Uh, Humble. No. All right. It was always breezy. It was always breezy. All right. Well, you know what you need then? You need a fan. You used to have them in like in high school and like junior high. You put a little battery fan. Make your own breeze. No? Got a little easy breezy. Easy breezy Andrew. Listen, man. I don't know what flight you're getting on, but the uh, the flight attendants, you got to have the button up there. You know? It's it gonna really be it's gonna be mile high time for uh for Mr. Goldberg. Forget about it. Who who can resist this? Oh my goodness! At the rate that this, our show is going, <laughs> at the rate that you know our community's growing, I can't yep. wait to do five years, seven, three if we're lucky. I can't wait to have our own private jet, man, and do giveaways with our audience and <laughs> get to fly to shows with us. Dude, we're gonna bake the fucking jet out. Can I tell you something? I've never even flown business class in my life. I'm 45 years old. I've, I've, I, I, there's one time I flew in what they called first class um, from Puerto Rico back to New York. I was 19 years old. Um, I was flying with my, my, my girlfriend and her family at the time. And um, they were like, anybody, you know, anybody willing to give up their seat so this family could sit here, we'll bump you up to the first class. I like, boom. <laughs> like, I left them. They were all in coach. I went up and sat in the first class for like two hours. But it wasn't really first class. It was just the front of the plane. It was the same seat, same everything, you know? But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, the, I'll, the reason I'll just be happy that. to not have to worry about... Dude, you know how much I paid for gas today? I filled my car up. It cost me $85 to fill my tank of gas. It was $5.20 a gallon. I'll be happy. I don't need a private jet. I just need to not have to worry about how much gas costs me. Let's real world what problems. I, what I realized is... So, if you guys don't know, Cage comes from humble beginnings very humble. i hope one day he gets to tell us a story and and my parents do as well and, and th- their dream was hey i just want to have enough money so no one really has to bother me you know i want my own house with my own yard and i'm set. yeah myself because my parents ha- have built a foundation i dreamed as a kid i was a dreamer i wanted a huge house i wanted our own private jet i sometimes wish be- that you would would splurge a little bit I really wish you would splurge on the I, maybe I'll splurge on the it. on the premier auction tonight. You never know. I thought you were gonna go a little different. I think maybe I'll splurge no. on I bought some steak today. <laughs> I bought some I bought more steak. I'm eating good, man. I'm eating really good. I'm, I'm cooking. Yesterday, you know what I did? 
I made chicken and pork cutlets for everybody. I made some marinated vegetables with like balsamic vinegar for the side. But you know what I did? I think I told you this. I should have taken some pictures. I didn't, but everybody liked it. I didn't use flour, you know, to fry up the cutlets. I used like a, an almond flour. So low carb. And it was, I mean, it was difficult to cook because the stuff burned pretty easily, you know. But, but yeah, I made a whole bunch of, you know, my kids helped me, you know. So it was good, you know, egg flour and a whole nine yards you made a whole thing out of it and had a nice nice meal so it's good stuff i want to you know? wrap with one thing so as i'm seeing preparation for vcon and all that stuff i urge our community to remember one thing you know we think of gary he's a card guy we think of gary he's an nft guy we think of gary he's an influencer take a look but use this these glasses use this lens look at every attention to detail that has been planned into vcon and then you'll truly understand that Gary is actually a business operator first, and we forgot. And watching all of the the preparation, the the preview to VCon, like today people are there and um, there's coffee served. And did you see the little characters? Yeah. Being designed. The panda, the gift goat. I think all sometimes we, we look at things with with one perspective. I urge people, you know, sometimes to just take a step to the right or left and see it from another view. It's impressive. You know, forget how you feel about the man. It's impressive to watch him operate a business. All right, I'm going to go a different way. I'm going to tell a, a story from law school that stuck with me, and then I'll let you get on the plane and do your thing, okay? And it really doesn't. Can apply I walk to onto the plane as you're as you're doing this? Sure, Is that okay? sure. Yeah, 100. percent I'm so, going here. Fine, but and you tell me. Maybe you hate the story. Who knows? But you walk on the plane. So, so um, the hobby's in a crazy place right now. I get a lot of messages of people who are planning on staying here, staying in the hobby, people leaving the hobby, people like, I'm, you know, what is the hobby so different than what I thought it was going to be, right? And I wish I would have said this a year ago or six months ago, whatever it was. Um, but I think it's important. So when I started law school, it's like, you know, orientation, first day, second day. Um, we sat in a big, you know, lecture hall one with all of our graduating class, right? All everybody sitting there. And I remember the professor who was teaching like ethics, I think it was, you know, trying to scare you, right? Don't do anything unethical. He said, what I want everyone in this classroom to do is I want you to look left and I want you to look right. By average, from all the years of school we've had here, one of those two people you just looked at will not be here when you graduate in three years. On average, we start off law school and for whatever reason, whatever winds up happening during the course of those three years, one out of every three of you will not be here. But that means two of the three of you will be, and you're going to stay in the community, and you're going to be here, and you're going to know each other because it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a war. You're going to go through ups. You're going to go through downs. You're going to go through all kinds of drama together as a class here. And everything you do is going to stay with you in this tight-knit community, the legal profession. People are going to remember what you do, what, how you carry yourself, you know, your, your, your ups, your downs, your wins, your losses, your ethical behavior and your non-ethical behavior. The hobby is exactly the same. If you guys take a look at people you know in the hobby now, look to your left and look to your right, chances are in the not-so-distant future, one of those people that you're looking at is not going to be with us anymore. And that's sad, right? But those people came in probably in the last couple of years. But the flip side to that is two out of three of you will still be here. So as stuff gets tougher, keep your scruples. Stay scrupulous, they like to say. You know, behave a way you'd want people to behave towards you. Because as we get through this haze, as we get through this fog, this little downturn that might be ahead of us here, and we come out on the other side, 
you're still going to want people to be dealing with you. You're still going to want people to trade with you, sell to you, buy from you. And so how you carry yourself during this, it's going to stay with you the entire time if you plan on staying with us. So anyway, it's a fun little like law school story. I hope it's not, you know, preachy too much, but you know, it's something I think is, you know, important to say with the messages that I'm definitely getting. Um, and guys, send me more. I'm, I, I'm not going to talk you into one way or the other, but you know, I'll let you know at least that, you know, the things you're thinking about the hobby, like it's, it's difficult now. It's not as fun. People are being mean. There's a lot of nitpicky. There's a lot of negativity. I'm feeling it too. And sometimes you just need to hear that, right? Sometimes you just need to hear it from, you know, from somebody else who's been here for a while and we'll let you know that it's not always going to be like this. There are ups and downs like everything in life. It's, it's in all other aspects of the market as well. Um, and I hate to keep beating this drum, but I hope it turns around soon. You got anything else before you get on the plane, man? Safe trip. Good safe flight. Yeah, man. I mean, button. yeah, listen like that smash button and all the other fun stuff big thank you to all the people working behind the scenes on our content and on all stuff we got a great team working with us i can't wait to see some of the content from v friends i know there's some card people going to be there you know i know slab stocks is going to be there the whole deal can't wait to watch the pwcc auction what's up why are card people always so impressed by food by food it's weird right it's weird. I'm impressed by food, so I can't really, you know. You know what it is, dude? I think it's just. I'm, it's, I'm in Minneapolis. Look at my burger and fries. It's just one of those things people do when they travel. It's like, oh, let me let me make sure while I'm here, I don't miss out on any of this. Like I've been to Vegas, California, a bunch of times. I still, I'm at oh West Coast. I've still never had In and Out Burger. You know, we went to Vegas. Yeah, I didn't get canes. Burger, you know, but but people talk about it. Oh, it's, it's so it's one of those things people do. You know what I mean? It's like oh, when you're in Chicago, have a have a this sausage and have a you know Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago. Comments, you know where that's from. I hope we get to the point where it's like yo, we're in different cities and we get like can play three on three or five on five ball, and that's the like the the pre. Like the night before the show, that's like. So I'm hoping we get some ball tonight. That's my 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 dream. Dude, I'm sure there are courts somewhere in Minnesota. Just find a court and play some ball. You did it when you were in New York, and you happened to be playing ball as Nat Turner walked past you. You remember that? That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, we'll have some more fun. I'm sure Andrew's going to have some cool content for you this weekend from the uh, from the from VCon. And anybody going to Dallas, be safe. Love to see that content. You know, post that stuff as well. And you know, we'll uh, we'll have a fun hobby weekend. Take care, everybody. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, nah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.